What a beautiful day it is to be in the house of the Lord. Can I hear an amen? Amen. It is good to have each and every one of you, and I hope that you're ready to be blessed. To be blessed. Are you ready? Can I hear an amen? We have been studying the Lord's Prayer. It is our sermon series for the next weeks to come. And we are just, I don't know if you've been, if you are, have not been around, I encourage you to go to our Croc app and listen to our podcast because there's been some exciting uh, studies on our sermon series on the Lord's Prayer. And so together, are we ready this morning? Yes. Are we ready? And to begin together, I would like for you to stand again once more. And it is our way to, to we're going to pray together the Lord's Prayer. It's going to be on the screen. And I want each and every one of us, with our hearts, with our voices, I want you to pray it like you mean it. Okay? So let's, let's say this prayer together. This then is how you should pray. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come. Your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us today our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we also have forgiven our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Amen. Have a seat. You may be seated. Wow. What a prayer. What a powerful prayer. You see, for the past few Sundays, we have looked at the first two, the first two petitions in the Lord's Prayer. And when we pray the Lord's Prayer, we honor God's name and praise his name. And not only that, we also pray for God's kingdom to come, to, to be lived in our lives, in and through us. And so today, this morning, we're going to look at that third petition, that third phrase that says, thy will be done, or your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Someone said that your will be done or thy will be done is a difficult prayer to pray honestly. Think about that. Those four words may be the hardest prayer that you and I will ever pray. The main reason for this church is that almost every day, you and I encounter situations where our own will conflicts with God's will. We say to God, please bring about you what you want in my life, not what I want, your will, not my will. But church, the problem is this. The problem is this, that we don't naturally want anyone's will to be done except our own. Can I hear an amen? Because I know I'm not alone here, right? I'm not alone here, right? How many of you watch young children, for, like, you watch children or even teenagers? 
watch them for a while, and then um, they start crying, and, and they start shouting and throwing fits and, and, and all that they do because they want this and so that they can get their own way. I don't want to. I want it. Give me, give me, give me, right? Now, have you watched adults? Grown adults acting like they want everything, shouting, throwing their own tantrums. I don't know what adult is. Doesn't look good. Doesn't look good. And they're shouting. It's in all efforts to get their own way. And many of us do that. I want it. I want it now. Give me, give me, give me. In a different kind of tone, isn't it? You see, church, our sinful nature wants to pray, my will be done, but not thy will be done. You see, it wasn't always this way. It wasn't. When Adam and Eve walked the perfect paths of the Garden of Eden, when they were there, they truly wanted God's will to be done. Their will was perfectly aligned with God's will. They wanted what God wanted, and they wanted to do what God wanted them to do. And they did not do what God did not want them to do as well. So they trusted whatever God's will was for them, and it was the best for them. But then the day came, that crucial day, when Adam and Eve listened to the whispers of the, the, the devil, and suddenly what they wanted was what God had forbidden. God said, do not eat from that tree. What did Adam and Eve do? Yes, we want to eat from that tree. Their will was not in line with God's will. You see, church, you and I, have inherited, inherited this rebellious nature. And Paul calls it, and he describes it in Romans chapter 8, verse 7, seven says, for the sinful nature is always hostile to God. It never did obey God's law, and it never will. So church, to pray your will be done goes against our sinful nature. Do you really got, want God's will to be done? Of course would quick respond. You say, yes, we do. But we pray it over and over again in the Lord's Prayer, don't we? We do. But do we truly, truly understand what that means? Does it mean I want God's will done as long as it agrees with my will? Does it mean I want God's will done as long as it's, it's comfortable for me? Does it mean I want God's will done as long as it changes absolutely nothing for my life? Praying your will be done means I want to think, to say, and do what God wants, not what I want, what, not what Debbie wants. If you want to really know what it means your will will be done, is that we need to look at one scripture, one passage of scripture, one verse in Matthew 26, 42. It's where it's at. It's in the Garden of Gethsemane. The Garden of Gethsemane where Jesus had gone to pray before his arrest and his crucifixion. 
there Jesus prays and he says, my father, if this cup can't be taken away unless I drink it, what does he say? Your will be done. Exactly the same words that Jesus is teaching us in the Lord's prayer. Your will be done. Jesus did not just teach us. He did not just teach us these words. Because you see, he used it for himself in a real life situation. A situation where Jesus was about to face death on the cross for our sins. And when he went to the Garden of Gethsemane, and I, can I just tell you that this is going to become real for me and Major in the coming weeks? Because even as I speak right now, when I think about the Garden of Gethsemane and what happened there, is that in about a week or so, Major and I are going to go to Israel for a study to and a privilege and an honor. And I can just see that in the Garden of Gethsemane where Jesus began to grieve and, and get and distressed. And when he was faced to the ground praying, my father, if it is possible, let this cup of suffering be taken from me. Yet I want your will to be done, not mine. Church, Jesus knew what he was about to face. Jesus asked if there was any other way. Jesus did not want to experience the agony of, of the cross. Would you? Would you? None of us would, but God sent him to, on the cross because of what? There was no other way for our sins to be atoned. And so in his human flesh, he did not want to die on that cross. But what did he say? What did he pray? Yet not as I will, but you will. And he didn't say it, just say it once. He said it second time. He said it again the third time. And he kept saying, your will be done, not mine. Imagine what that was like in the Garden of Gethsemane. And it's the same for us this morning that Jesus is teaching us in our daily prayers how we need to pray, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. And Psalm 103 tells us, verse 19, that the Lord has established his throne in the heavens and his sovereignty rules all, over all. And I like this because it tells us that God is king of the universe. Amen? And that he has planned in the heaven for everything and on earth through each one of us here this morning. He does. And you see, God is not just some spectator and he's up in the sky and he's looking down on us and shouting and saying, Hey, whatever you want to do down there, do it. I will bless it. No. Our God is saying, he, you see, he has a specific plan for this world that we live in. Even though how chaotic and crazy our world is, God has a plan, a plan that he's unfolding. He has a specific plan for, for how he wants his church to be. And he has a specific plan for each of our individual lives. So church, when we pray your will be done on earth as it is in heaven, we are praying for that we would be able to understand and discover 
what God's sovereignty is for our lives. We pray for his plan, his will to be done in and through us. Thy will be done. You know, someone has said, prayer is not bending God our way. It is bending us his way. You see, our prayer each day should be, God, I want to do your will. Now, God, I got to do laundry today. I got a lot of things to do today. No, God, I desire what you desire for my life. God, and you say, Lord, do your will in me today. How hard is that at times when we're so overwhelmed? But church, it can be done, and it can happen. And it can only happen when we, when we are going to do these three things that I'm going to talk about. And it requires of us to submission, study, and simply trusting. Thy will be done. First is this, to say that in your prayer and really mean it, it means that we are willing to submit, submit our will to the will of God. Are you willing to let go? Are you willing to let go and allow God to take control of your life in a way, in the way we live, in the way the decisions that we make? And we can say, thy will be done, your will be done. And when we pray that, church, it is really recognizing the one who knows best to run our lives. Do you know how to run your lives? We think we do. We're the, we're the best person at it, right? You think we, we know, I know, I know who I am, but really it is God who knows our life more. And to say the prayer that your will be done, it's a prayer not just a one-time thing. It is a daily prayer because you see, church, our hearts has a tendency to wonder. To wonder to the things that is of self. We become so self-centered and instead of being God-centered. And that's what your will be done means, to have God be the center of it all. And it's going to take for us to be obedient, to submit to God's will. You see, your will be done is a prayer of submission. And we need to understand the meaning of what we're saying when we're saying that in our prayer and what it means to follow Jesus. And I like what Peter says here when he asks Jesus and Jesus tells us what it means to be a disciple. Are you a disciple of Christ this morning? Can I hear an amen? Amen. And if you are, this is what we are supposed to be doing. Jesus said to them, I said, whoever wants to be my disciple must deny themselves and take up their cross daily and follow me. That's what Jesus said. And when we submit to God's will, it is denying of ourselves, and it requires for us to give up anything that, would, that we would want or seek that would hinder our doing the will of God. Church, it means that you would have to take yourself off the throne of your life and put Christ there. It means to deny, to submit yourself the throne of your life, and make Jesus the Lord and the Master. And he is now the one who is calling the shots. How many of us don't feel like when someone's calling the shots for us, right? 
But as a disciple of Jesus Christ, we need to have him call the shots for us in everything that we have and everything that is in our life. To submit, to deny means that you are no longer in charge of your money or your career or anything else in your life. And you're sitting there because you see it is Jesus who's in charge. It means, it means that nothing is yours. And you're probably sitting, uh-oh, she's going to go there and meddle. But really, nothing is yours. Nothing is mine. It all belongs to the Lord. It's not, it is not your house. It is the Lord's house. It is not your money. Yeah, you can spend it all you want, but it is not your money. Those are not your children. Those are not your grandchildren. They are not. They belong to God. They are His. And to really be a disciple means that we need that ourself is no longer there on the throne. It needs to be Jesus who is the Lord. And church, when we pray this prayer, your will be done, He comes to take over control. And that is so hard. But you know what? He takes control and He takes you and me in His direction in his direction. So we need to submit and surrender ourselves to the will of God. Submission. Thy will be done. It takes submission to the will of God. And secondly, thy will be done. What does that mean? What does it take? It requires us to study the word of God. It's not rocket science. It's nothing new to us this morning, what I'm going to say about the Word of God, that the, thy will be done requires for us to study because the Word says, what does it say in Scripture? Your Word is a what? A lamp for my feet, a light for my path. The journey that we're in. It says in Psalm 119, when you are searching for God's will, you need to open up the Bible. Not just open it. We need to read it. We need to study. We need to dig it, dig into deeper and ask questions and ask God to help us find and guide us in our life's journey. You see, church, this, is, this book is alive. Do you believe that? It is the truth, and we believe that. It is, speaks through us. Through, God speaks to us through his word. And it is because he sends us the Holy Spirit that guides us. And the word of God is there to guide us. And God wants us, you know, sometimes we often go through life, we ask God for specific things. We all do this. We want God uh, specific, like where to work, where to live, whom to marry, which, what, car, what car to even buy, and a lot of things. But church, God gives us all those. But see, God allows us to make choices. That's the amazing part. But when we make choices and we are not in tune with God, how many of us get in trouble? And that's why we need to open the word of God and get in tune with him because he has ways to preventing wrong choices. He has ways to prevent wrong choices. And reading through the Bible, it gives us this clear sense of who God is. He knows us better than anyone else. And the better we get to know a person. How many of you, like your, your spouse and, and, and anyone that you work with, and the more you get to know them, you get to know what they're like, right? What they don't like, what they like the most. See, it's the same with our relationship with God. We want to know more about what he wants from me, what he wants from you. Get into his word. 
we know him and he helps us know his will and the more we know him the more we want and he knows our heart our desire and the key is this church god's will not our own because it says in psalm delight yourself what in the lord and he will give you the desires of your heart and there are desires out there that are of the world but we want the desires of what god wants for us you see god will never do any do something that is not in line of, with the scriptures and you can always count on that in reading the word of, of god you will find over and over again that he wants purity he wants faithfulness he wants honesty he wants us to be content and not be greedy he his will for us is to avoid any form of sexual immorality his will for us is to forgive each other and his will for us is to put the needs of others before our own just to name a few of god's will from his word and church if you seek god's will and i know many of you are but if you will look to him and respond to the voice of god then god will reveal it to you every time you need it because his word is readily available so let me ask you this morning, are you spending time in the Word? And honestly, if you could rate yourself from 1 through 5, 1 is, I have not read the Word of God even this week. And 5 says, I have been there, I'm doing it daily, and maybe you're right there in the middle. Can I encourage you and challenge you to get started? You need some help? Let us know. And we here at the Croc Center is so blessed to have many opportunities. We've got for all ages. We've got a Bible study for men, for women, for teens, for young adults, you name it, except for pets. <laughs> I mean, you name it, we have it. But church, there are opportunities, but it's your choice, isn't it? So please get involved in Ohana groups, small groups. We can make any group that you want as long as we want you to study the word of God because it is what his will for us. You can't say your will be done and you're not even reading his word. It's tough. We need that. We do. Submission to the will of God is one way we truly can say your will be done. Studying the word of God. And lastly this morning is simply trusting in God simply trusting despite our doubts concerning god's will in the end we can trust in him can we yes. we were made to do god's will and he, we were and in these scriptures that you i'm going to read to you in psalm says but i trust in you lord i say you are my god so proverbs 3 5 and 6 if you know it say it with me trust in the lord read it with all your heart and not on your understanding, in all your ways, submit to him, and he will make your path straight. And the next one in Psalm says, yes, my soul, find rest in God. My hope comes from him. You see, church, to trust God's will, to rest in God, to let him mold you and make you, to respond to the needs of the world and be part of bringing heaven to earth, and that is through us. And that is what this prayer is about. When we're asking God to to your will, we are exhibiting heaven here on earth because we're trusting in him. And there, you know what? There may be things in our life 
that we don't want. And Jesus did that. He didn't want to, to be on that cross. But he did it anyway because of his obedience. And of course, he trusted in his Father. There may be things that God is saying to you, not this one. Not this one in your life. And when things are not going the way you are wanting it to be, church, when that happens, kneel. Kneel before God and say your will be done no matter how much it hurts. And you know what? There are things in our life right now that bring about the why question. Kids love to say why, and don't you hate it when they say why? I'm like, because, why, because. And there's always that thing. And for us, why does disaster happen? Why, why am I going through these health issues right now? I don't need it. Why did the tragedy in Las Vegas happen? Why did 50-something people had to die? Why did, didn't I get the promotion that I, I so deserve? Why didn't I get the grade that I worked and studied so hard for? Why my money problems? Why, why, why? You see, as Christians, God does not exempt us from the struggles. As children of God, the struggle is real, isn't it? It's real, and we will encounter these trials during our lives. They come to us, in all, come to all of us, our family, our friends, our society. But whether they are small or big, church, they cause us some trouble and fear in our lives. So in, in these times, we feel like we're all alone, don't we? When we face these unexpected situations, we need to humbly, with humility, kneel before God and ask Him and pray, Your will be done. Because you see, when, he, when we say that to Him, He comes back to us and tells us in John 16, 33, I have told you these things so that in me you may have peace. In this world you will have trouble in this world, but take heart, I have overcome the world. Simply trusting him. And church, one thing that I have learned and, and continue to learn is this, that there is a great deal of peace if I pray for the will of God. There have been times, I remember a time when I was waiting for a result. And I am, when every time you do things on your way and your own will, you somehow you get so worried and you get so anxious. And you come up with things like, no, I can't do that. No, that can't happen. It better not happen. And guess what? You're anxious. You're stressed out. You're going crazy, pulling your hairs out, right? But when I pray and say, you know, Lord, your will be done. Whatever you will be in this, this phone call that I'm going to get and whatever the result will be, I'm going to give it to you. Talk about trusting because that gives me a, I'm less worried. I'm, I, I'm, I'm, I'm trusting you more, and I feel that peace. You see, church, if we are in his hands and remember God's amazing love for you and for me, we can boldly stand and say, your will be done, isn't it? Without any doubt, your will be done. We just need to trust him and not second guess what God is doing. Whatever God's will it is, it is best for us, whether we like it or not. And this goes back not to mean that this does not mean that it will always be painless. Because it, it, it is. It's, it's painful. It's painful. 
I think about this week, I got my flu shot. And you're like, that is not painful. Yes, it is for me. It is. I don't like needles at all of any sorts. Yeah, it was pain, very painful. So there was no painless anything at all. But it was good for me. It will be good for me. And it's the same way with Jesus in the Garden of Gethsemane. There was no painless situation there on the cross. But he bought us our salvation. The best thing ever for you and for me. So church, let's trust him. Let's trust him. And when you think about it, you and I have our own daily Gethsemane. Your garden may not be a, a nice garden. It could just be a table. You go through life and you're, you're in your own Gethsemane every day. And when you're in that Gethsemane, what will you say? Will you say, your will be done in my life? Will you say it? I don't know where you are in your life right now. And think about what it feels like to be in Gethsemane as Jesus did. A prayer for each and every one of us. Thy will be done. Your will be done. Not easy, but it's possible and we need to. And church, submission. Submission to the will of God. Allowing him to sit in the throne of your life. Submitting our daily struggles, every the good and the bad, submit it to God. Draw near to him and you know that the devil will flee. And as you submit, continue to study his word. Continue to dig deeper. Ask for help because it is only through his word that you'll be able to submit your whole life to him. And through this church, you can't forget. You need to live it out by trusting him. Trust in the one. When you're confused, trust him. And I don't know where you are. And so I'm just going to ask in a few minutes, Matt is going to play just the piano. And I'm going to ask you to reflect upon your life today. Not worried about anyone else, but it's you and the Lord. With your eyes closed, I'm going to ask you to do that. I'm going to ask you to close your eyes and head bow and, and no one looking around. The place of prayer is in the front. And I don't want to miss this opportunity for you. We've got some time. And if the Spirit is speaking to you and said, I've got to deal with these issues that I need to submit to God. I maybe have some anger, some unforgiveness kind of things in my heart. Whatever it may be, church, you know what I'm talking about. But give it to the Lord. Submit and trust Him. Any areas of those three submissions, studying, maybe excuses. You're making too much excuses. I don't, I don't have time to get into a Bible study. Well, make time. I don't understand. Well, we'll help you to understand it. So church, spend some time reflecting on what God is speaking to you today. I'd like to pray for you. Go ahead and just raise your hands if you have something that you want me to lift you up in prayer for. And God knows, yes, amen. God bless you. God bless you. Amen. Thank you. God bless you. And I know that there are some out there on the top. Let's pray. Father God, we, we thank you for your word. 
a word that we've taken for granted. We may say the Lord's Prayer, we know it in our heart, but Father, how truly we understand what it truly means. Lord, it is submitting our, our life to you, our will, not our own. It's to you, Lord. And to study, how can we know your will if we don't study you and know who you are? And Father, we need to trust you. And Father, this morning, there are hands that's been, that have been raised. I don't know what their, their hands have been raised for, for whatever reason, but Father, you are God who knows us intimately. You know what, what's going on in each of our lives. And so, Father, we lift those hands up to you. We lift our hearts up to you. And whatever that we're going through, Lord, we ask that you just place your anointing your, of the Holy Spirit upon each of our lives. And, Father, this morning that we will leave your place, taking everything that you've spoken to us about, going out and living it out, Lord. And as we pray, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. May it be so with sincerity, with honesty, knowing that, Lord, it is your will, not ours. And so, Father, we give you our lives. We commit our lives to you this morning. And if there's anyone struggling still, Lord, may you have them reach out to those, Lord, that, that, that they can go to. So, Father, we just ask you now. May we go out energized and ready to pray the prayer that you want us to honor your name, to let your kingdom come to us in and through us. And certainly, Lord, may your will be done on earth as it is in heaven for each and every one of us. In Jesus' and mighty name, amen, amen, and amen. God bless you.